4: Players step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy. Or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby. Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform. Breaking all the news down like Shaq does the backboards. No hot takes, this is where the hottest debates at. Now kick your
2: feet up, cause it's time for Straight Facts.
5: What's going on y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, a sports show that educates and entertains, brought to you by the Up on Game Presents Network. It's your boy James Jackson, my guys from the home office, Jake Galley, Kyle Sirik, and Stat Matt Robinson. What's going on, you guys? It's conference finals time. We're, we're we're knee deep into it. Jake is riding high on a Mavericks prediction right now.
4: That's cruel, man.
5: Quote <laughs> Cru- quote unquote. The Mavs will smash the Warriors. We'll get into it, but I mean, you—you you were the one that reminded me that of that off camera. So you put it front and center in my brain. I think it's hilarious. How do you with each passing game? How are you living with that statement? How's that statement? After kind the of first game, I
4: was—I knew I was wrong immediately. With literally the first <laughs> game, I'm like, Luca's mm, kind of gotten his, and it's <laughs> not working." So, yeah, uh, honestly, it's probably what you expect. Not what I expected. I thought the Mavs would put up a little bit more of a fight, which they did this past game. We'll talk about it. But, um, you know, it's up there in the pantheon of bad takes. I said Al Horford was a better signing than KD and like others. (laughs) I mean, suddenly
5: things happen. Stuff happens. It's one of those rare times where we wish that our podcast was like daily or or a couple of times a week instead of weekly. Because then you get a chance to address the bad take. Instead of just letting it sit for an entire week, <laughs> and marinate. I the will say, until we come back. Jake
2: had me sold. Jake had me sold. Like going in the game one, like after he made that argument, I was like, you know, no he one's really saying that. I, like Jake made some good points, and then game one started, and I, I've I've been off that ever since.
5: Yeah, yeah. He, he he definitely made a game point. Game two gone.
3: was the killer—the
2: nineteen-point lead—and then it
5: evaporated. Yeah. Oh, game I'm one very just very-
2: reminded me, though. Like, no, like I I had the Warriors going to the finals, and I was like, I, I still believe that. Yeah, yeah
5: that happens we will get into the whole thing before we do um i don't mean to you know to bring the mood down or or you know anything like that but there are some things that are just a little bit bigger than sports it was actually hard for me to kind of think about sports the entire day i told you guys off camera that i had a really heavy heart today just um kind of thinking about the the devastating shooting that happened um in uvalde texas at rob elementary i think it's now total 18 deaths or 18 students and two teachers right um that have been killed in the mass shooting at rob elementary school so um we just everyone on behalf of everyone at straight facts and i'm sure everyone uh, up on game network too we just wanted to um extend our thoughts and prayers to those families to those struggling loved ones uh, of those children and of those teachers who were involved um in that shooting um because you know it, it was crazy that you know we had to to kind of just transition right to sports after something like that happens. And you know, there's, there's been a bunch of tragedies that have happened in, in America, unfortunately, but this one being at a school hits a little bit differently because I think everyone elementary can, school. Yeah. I think That's, everyone can, can connect with this one in a little bit because everyone knows someone in a school. You either have a, a relative a cousin, a friend, someone who's a teacher, student, faculty member, something at some school somewhere. So you can you can empathize with these people just on a little bit, so our, our hearts completely extend to those people. But I did want to give anybody a chance to to kind of say something before we go into the podcast. If someone had something to say,
3: I really appreciated Steve Kerr's comments because it really got the mood across. And it's just it's there's a it's just our country's just broken in so many ways, and. Uh, just if you, uh, so many things need drastic change with just the ways things. Because when not like 90% of the country wants something and and we still can't get it, when we're supposed to be a democracy, we're not a democracy. We need to radically change how we can get our voices and our opinions implemented because it's just our entire lives have been filled. In 99, we are all like toddlers and Columbine happened and that's basically our entire lives. And we're all like graduated college and everything. It's just nuts.
5: Yeah. I, I agree with the, we can't get numb to it. Part of it. You know, I, I, it should never be just normal. It should never be uh this. These kind of things happen. There, there has to be some kind of change and solution um to move forward. But as, as we will try to do, we will try to move forward because like I said, there are conference finals games happening and we won't embarrass Jake just yet. We'll start with the Eastern conference finals and we'll go into this heat Celtic series, which has been as a lot of people have described it as a heavyweight boxing match, but not in the traditional sense. And we're talking about blow after blow but technically it's blow out after blow out because that's all these teams are doing. Uh, the average margin of victory in this series is 15 and a half points. Only one game has been decided by double digits. Uh, the last 10 playoff games in general have been single digits. Sorry. Sorry. have been decided yeah. by single digits. It's just, it's been blow out after blow out after blowout for, for the heat and Celtics, but it, it's right now a two, two series. So encapsulate this series for me right now. Um, because it's it's not what you think a two two series with two very good, two very tough, gritty teams, you would think it would be all close games. It's just a close series.
3: Yeah, and <clears throat> I wanna talk about the blowout cycle just uh in a broad sense for the NBA in general. I really think it's a trend that it's gonna that's not just like a fluke weird playoff year. I really think people have like done like the math and it's oh, we're down by 15 in the third quarter. Uh, it makes more sense for us to just shut it down for the rest of the game and come back fully, like, as rested as possible for the next game than to try to dig out of this hole now. And I really think it's just so detrimental to the game, and I think it's overthinking as well because momentum of dr- of coming back and making a big comeback, in the- even if you don't quite get it up, can lead in it's in the playoffs can lead into the next game of, Oh, look, we figured them out. We got it. And um, I remember in the 2015 NBA finals uh, game three, the Cavs won. And in in game three, the Cavs were up by a lot. And then the fourth quarter, uh, Steve Kerr did some game plan changes and tweaks and they almost came back, but they just ran out of time in game four. But, That them doing those tweaks, he found how to beat that Cavs team. And then they just ran it in games four, five, and six. And the Cavs were undermanned and they couldn't handle it. And it makes for better basketball and more winning basketball. And I think teams are just too cautious now because they're afraid of all the like the little resting things.
0: Yeah. and Go
4: ahead, Jake. Go ahead, Jake. I was just going to follow up and say. Like, on top of that, if you're Miami, because what's funny, Matt, about that is that in game four, it was the inverse, where they come out and just get absolutely blown out. The first quarter, 11 points yeah. to Boston's 29. They go into half down 25. Like, the game is over. Like, to your point, Matt, like, they're not coming out thinking, what can we change to get back in it? Maybe you are early in the third, but they traded 19 a piece in the third. And, and then it's like, all right, well, we're down too much. And, and as you said, complete rollover. Um I would be concerned if I'm Miami, and we can go a little bit more into this, but like that was the game where you can really turn the series on its head if you're able to get a win without Marcus Smart in there. They were the, not able to do that.
3: The Miami starters had 18 points total for the, combined for the game. That's, that's, that's just, oh, we scored four points in the first like 10 minutes of the game, and so now it's only our bench, and so oh, we're down by much. We don't even have to try anymore. And that's, and that you need to keep going up and trying to score and keep trying different things to learn how it will work in game five, six, and potentially seven. uh, uh, uh,
5: I agree with you a lot with your saying the concept. I actually probably completely agree with you just from the competitive standpoint too. This is the NBA playoffs. I want to see your best punch every single time. It just sets the tone. Moving forward, but in this series, Matt, I, I think it's just something we've we haven't seen. You don't see often. First of all, the injuries in this series. What what if I see that my team is coming out getting punched in the face? I have to, as a coach, save my players from themselves because if I send PJ Tucker back out there, Kyle Lowry back out there, they're gonna probably <clears throat> excuse me try their hardest, and then. P.J.'s already dealing with a bad shoulder. He might hurt himself. Kyle Lowry's already dealing with a bad hamstring. Like, I might have to sit him. And then also, like, a lot of these teams, when they're packing it up, they're, they're packing it up because they know they're going home. The Warriors got blown out last night, and, and they packed it in because I know I'm going home. Like, I know I'm going home for the next game, and that's that's when I get things right. And in the Boston and Miami series, we see these teams getting blown out at home. Like, it's, it's, it's just something that you don't you – see often like i'm used to you know the two games in miami miami winning by an average margin of 14 and then going home boston wins by an average margin of 13 but they are trading these blowout games the road team is coming out and blowing these these teams out and that's just it's it's and game game
6: three even though it was a six-point game it wasn't close this show is sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors big and small When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Game Presents.
7: Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie'll find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's dot com. or download the app today. Right. Like the
3: Celtics made it like a little bit interesting, but it was never. It was. It was always over. And like you're saying, home teams, it's after what Miami, Miami destroyed Philadelphia in Miami. Um, and I know only one of those games Embiid played, but I expected to see that. And then game two, they go down 25 and they just don't even try in the second half. And they mm-hmm. lose by 25, just going like even. So it's it's been a very bizarre series just from a neutral perspective, even though I'm rooting for Miami to win, it's just, it's been a very, it's hard to get a tangible feel about what will happen next because everything is just, so every game is its own almost series. Cause it's just like, you can't even, it's well, it's hard to look at game three and then yeah. look at it, say, Oh, this is going to make it how game four is going to go. They're so independent of each other.
2: Yeah. the flow choose- is There's no flow to this. I agree. I mean, you Horford was out. Marcus Smart has missed two games, and it wasn't back-to-back games. It was Game 1 and Game 4. That takes a bunch Mm -hmm. of flow out. Jimmy Butler got hurt. Um, My encapsulation of this series so far has been I haven't seen either team be great. Um, I think both teams are underperforming. You can look at the role players on both teams, specifically the Heat, not putting the production that they did in previous series. And it's kind of just been like when Boston wins, it's because of Tatum and Brown. And when Miami wins, they got one from Butler and they got one from Adebayo. And besides that, I haven't seen a team click. And maybe there's the argument that, hey, these are two of the best defensive teams in the league. Maybe we're seeing just a great defensive clinic. But I don't think that to be the case. So I'm waiting for one of these teams to play well. Um, And I think, you know, is Marcus Smart playing tonight? Do you guys know? And even if he is, not
5: I think he isn't. I think Al Horford is. And I think Marcus Smart isn't playing tonight. Gotcha.
2: I think um, even though the feeling out process, maybe you couldn't learn as much as you could in other series. The fact of the matter is we're 2-2 right now going into a game five. And I think tonight and going forward, we're going to start to see who really deserves to win this series because you mm-hmm. can't really pick a winner right now because I haven't seen a good game.
5: Yeah, both you're, you're right. um, Both but, Marcus on, Smart and
3: Rob Williams are questionable.
2: Okay. Okay.
5: That that's gonna be big. Rob Williams is, is just as big as Marcus Smart. But Kyle, you're right. And it's weird because a two-two series going home for game five with a bunch of blowouts. You would think the Miami Heat, the home team, is going to, you know, blow them out. But I, I can't say that. It could be the no. Celtics have a blowout win in game five. We've seen singular games turn on their head. We've seen the Celtics come out for a game, blow the Heat out in the first half, and then the Heat have a 39 point, you know, third quarter and come out and flip the game on its head. So I think you're exactly right. You're actually and, actually, and, and also point out a great point with the role players underperforming for the Heat. P.J. Tucker, Tyler Hill, and Max Drews all have less points per game and worse shooting percentage in this series than they did in the first two rounds. Tyler Hero is one for 14 on three-pointers in this series. And I think that points to a lot because we look at what what you get from Jimmy Butler. You don't get consistent, great scoring output. So if the role players are consistent, it kind of allows Jimmy Butler scoring to waver because he has kind of that safety net of his role players, always getting into double digits and he, and he, you know, now that he's having these scoring deficiencies, it's highlighted more that he's not getting that help from his role players. And then when you ask guys like PJ Tucker, and Duncan Robinson to step up and play big roles on the offensive end. Like, P.J. Tucker should not put the ball on the floor. I've watched him put the ball on the floor from the corner, and it just shouldn't happen. He should catch that thing in the corner, and it should fire up or he should pass it back out. But the Heat offense has gotten so stagnant sometimes, it's made P.J. Tucker have to drive, and that looks tragic. And Duncan Robinson has become unplayable. He has. Eric Spolstra tried to give him some minutes in that blowout, and it all looked tragic. He didn't he didn't have one good minute on the floor so you are limited to your your players in their roles for the heat there's there's nowhere to really to go if you're Eric Spolster. people just have to step up in their roles so 2 years
3: ago when they met in the conference finals in the bubble Jimmy Butler was their fourth leading scorer and that's a little misleading because he was t- averaging 19 uh 19 points per game the leading scorer was t- was Bam at 21.8 but the fact that they this series Butler's leading them in scoring with 21 on the dot and no one else is even close. Like if you just look at the 2020 series, bam, 21.8 Dragic 20.5 Tyler hero, 19.2. The heat are just not getting that from the non Jimmy Butler players in this series. As much as I'd like to take a victory lap and talk about how Jimmy Butler has been poor in games three and four, four especially. Um, it, it's just the fact that the, the Heat are built as a deep team and their deep players are not playing. And I think, I don't want to ramble, but like I think Kyle Lowry is who the kind of thought was going to be the Dragic role and he just has not been healthy or good enough to fill it.
4: That was going to be my point is that realistically, like if Kyle Lowry is 75% of what he was in Toronto, 70%, you know, Somewhere in that range, you're probably going to be OK in this series, or at least you're not going to see a ton of blowouts. Uh, and also, if he's healthy, he's been dealing with an injury, so maybe that plays into it. But yeah, if you're if you're Miami, you live off depth. And when Max Schroes shoots over seven, you're losing, period, uh, which is what we saw in game four. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see if the stars pull them through. I don't. I don't know if well, they can.
5: And, and Jake, th- th- thank you for that last point because you can be a deep team all you want, and I do pray or preach, you know, depth and defense in the playoffs. But also, sometimes what happens with frequency in the playoffs is your stars do have to step up and win you a game. And Matt, I will let you take your look, <coughs> victory lap on Jimmy Butler because it really couldn't have come at a better time. Like as as soon as you called him out. These these dives kind of happened in his playoff performance, so I don't, I don't know if it was I mean. Chris, I don't, he, he was has, like I said, he, he has great things, moments, but you can't
3: rely on him every game to be that good. That's what yeah, I mean,
2: it's and only do, really one game you can look at. He got hurt in game three, and then he had a bad game four, and I'll give you game four. But I mean,
5: it's 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 a it's a noticeable drop off. But but it, I do I just want to give him his props because he's he he. I just want to give him his props because he did. He call. wasn't that good before he got hurt in Game Three either.
2: Sure, f- uh, and he I, gave I, us 41 in Game One. I mean, I, I don't know.
4: I think a big part of Jimmy Butler's drop off too could be that he's dealing. I mean, and, and it's tough to say because like everyone's dealing with something this deep into the year. But to me, free throw uh, free throw attempts are like a clear indication of your health if you're a physical player like Jimmy Butler like we saw and talked about with Joel Embiid like you're going to be able to tell if they're going and playing at 100% based on how much contact are they drawing and he went from averaging 12 free throw attempts per game in the first two to two total in the in the next two games in Boston so like if you meet somewhere in the middle you're probably good
5: and 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 I think we see that correlation happen often we saw it happen with Embiid when you know, he started getting nicked up. The free throw attempts started going down, and and you know, you become less physical. Stuff hurts. Like I, I don't want to get hit, but that is something that surprised me. Even even when he got injured, but when it comes to Jimmy Butler, something I was shocked to see is the aggressiveness go down. Because the scoring go down. We saw in his in his crazy 40-point performance, what do you have, 17, 18 free throw attempts? And he said, coming into this series, that he invited the physicality of the Boston Celtics defense. He said, I, I want to, what do you say? I want to run into someone and see who falls down. And right now, he's the one falling you down. You like you, yeah, he, <laughs> he, didn't, yo, he, he didn't expect to be the one falling down. Like he ran into the Sixers and y'all fell down. With all due respect, y'all fell down. He's running into the Celtics and finding out, like ow, I'm the one falling down. And it it's not even with Marcus Smart half the time, Al Horford half the time, Rob Williams half the time. You're you're running into Daniel Tyson, Derek White and falling down, and, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and you're still falling down like Jimmy Butler is losing the physical battle with the Celtics right now, and if that continues, the Celtics will win this series. Like he's got to start winning that physical battle. He invited that, like that—that that was that's him.
4: A, that's their brand. Was, Both teams. That's their brand.
5: Yeah, that would, as he should. But if you to invite that, like don't get run over by the bull when you when you invite it. Like he's like he's got to start winning that. But I, think, I hear your I hear your injury point, Kyle. I do but it's no, because get get it.
2: No, I get it. And the game four is a bad performance. I think right now where I'm at with the series, and I think where a lot of people are at, the Celtics are the better team. Um, they're not necessarily going to win the series, but they are the better team. Um, I think they're the better team. On paper, how they've played basketball this series, the Celtics are the better team. Now, the Miami Heat haven't needed to be the best team in the league this year to get the number one seed in the East. They've been disrespected. They need to tap in to that edge. Well, you know, Jimmy Butler, disrespected superstar. Bam needs to tap in to be this all-around center that he is, but maybe doesn't pull out all those tools in every game. And you can go down the list. I mean, they talked about the two undrafted guys and Vincent and Struess. You talk about P.J. Tucker literally being one of the scrappiest guys in the league. They need to find that edge because simply they're not the better team than Boston, and that's how they've done it all season, and that's what I'm lacking to see in this series. And that's if Miami wants to win, that's going to be it because I don't think they're the better team right now.
5: No, and I we talk about Miami's depth
2: before. I think Boston has more depth than Miami does. You boy, can make the your games. boy
5: Derek White. Yeah. Your boy Derek White had a had a great game for Kyle. Your boy Derek White and showed Eric up.
2: White. I mean, you got Horford. You got Marcus Smart, and and we're writing this series off the backs of Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. Other guys can do this way easier than other guys can on Miami.
4: This is what's so insane is that you're like so right about that. Daniel Tice is. A super, super rotational piece for them. If the game goes well, maybe he doesn't uh, see the floor. You rewind two years, three years, 2018, they were going to the conference finals, and Daniel Tice was the guy who was starting for them, and now he's like a rotational bit. Like mm-hmm. I totally agree with Kyle. I think Boston may have been on un- maybe may a little discounted for just how deep they are. Because no, okay, and this is where you get to take your victory lap, and and honestly, I've as i I've taken
5: it already, I've taken it already. As a
4: as a podcast, we should take because like we, you know, this is we like a lot. We talked about
2: a lot. We we talked about a lot. It was the Celtics and the Bulls early. Were teams mm-hmm. that we couldn't like get out of our script.
5: Because we looked at it, we were like, look, look how good this team is as a whole. Yeah. We can't ignore how good they are as a whole. They're too good on paper. And it's, it's started to come to fruition. But so I guess we'll, we'll predict the rest of the series is a three-game series now, tied 2-2. Game five is tonight as we're recording on Wednesday. So when you guys hear this, we'll have a decisive winner. We have no idea who it is. But Jake, who who you got It's best of three now.
4: I mean, obviously... Someone's uh, gonna smash someone. So who's who's smashing who? No, I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be a smash. I mean, well, I, I guess it has been a smash, but uh, <laughs> someone, I'll, let me let me give give me time to to, to settle on my it's take. T- okay, because I, okay, I, I hate both teams pretty yeah, equally. I, I'm ready.
5: Go
4: ahead. Um, I'm, I've been season seven.
3: I, I'm not. I, I've said I said season six before the series, and I'm gonna stick with it. If they don't win, if they don't win tonight, I still think they definitely win in seven. Um, Mm. It won't. But I just (laughs) interesting. The the fact that winning Game Six down three two against the defending champs in Milwaukee was such like a character win. Like that's such a tough thing to do. You have Game Five. You lose it, like, tragic, like, in a really heartbreaking way. You have Bill Simmons in the worst Boston Celtics loss podcast. Podcasts. And then you come back, you win game six when everyone thinks you are going to lose, including me. And then you win game seven. That, I just, that kind of, of course we're going to win, like, confidence. They're going to win either game, game five, which I think they will. And if they don't win game five, they'll win game seven in Miami. And they're yeah, not going to yeah. lose game um
5: uh-huh. you're you're talking me into down
3: a, three
5: you're talking me into a Celtics game five tonight coming out and, and trying to get on the front foot putting your all into this game five winning it thinking you're going to wrap it up in Boston in game six just for Miami to win it with their backs against the wall in game six putting all of their into it and then game seven I'm just going to go Celtics off the strength but who knows what happens in that game seven but Kyle you ready for your pick
2: yeah, honestly, um I think Matt th- this c- kind of is not a must win for the Celtics, but if they lose tonight, I don't see them winning in 7. My my real take on this is I think whoever wins this game tonight is going to win cuz neither team has shown they can come back 3-2 and roll off two straight. Um so if I had to pick one for the series, I know Celtics last week City. I went I went with the Heat um last week and they haven't shown me what I needed to see from them. I do think the Celtics win the night, and whether they win in six or seven after that, I think they win the series. That's cool.
5: All right, so, Humpty Dumpty, get off the wall. <laughs> after <laughs>
2: which is it? Uh,
4: holding down the vomit that uh, was induced by the thoughts that I just had to go through, it, it really might be Boston's year. Um, I'm going to take seven? Celtics in seven, and beyond that, if they – I mean, the inevitable, ma- inevitable matchup with the Warriors, uh, I think they're really well-equipped – uh, to handle what the Warriors could bring. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but like it all I'll say is mm. I just think it's Boston's year. I'll take season seven.
5: I'm work, I'm I'm getting myself worked up and I'm, I'm ready to end this segment on a hot take real quick. The winner, I do think it's gonna be Boston, but the winner of the Eastern Conference Finals is winning the championship. I think oh. me, bo- yeah, I think both of these teams, whoever wins this series, beats whoever wins beats the Warriors. That's and funny. Wait, NBA though, this is actually.
3: I'm actually. Conf- I'm actually. I actually don't know the answer to this. If it's if it's Warriors Celtics, Warriors have home court. But if it's Heat Warriors, they have the same record. So I don't know who has home court. Who, the Heat were the one won,
2: seed. I think it would come won, down uh, to that. I think the Heat were the one. The Warriors are yeah. a two. I'm pretty sure the Heat or, would get it regardless.
5: Did they well, split their by record, series? Not what,
4: seeding, but maybe that's and a And what's tie-breaker. their season series? It could be um, like opponents' record against like opponents,
5: or just season series together. Just what's the time? This, record. Is, a, this with, is a little straight together.
4: facts trivia that we'll have. I'm actually
2: you eventually. I'm actually the complete opposite of you, James. I yeah, think I, the, Warriors I, I, the Warriors are wiping win. whoever comes yeah. out of the East.
5: If the don't let, all right.
2: This is don't my take. This is my take. Be. I think the right, Celtics right, come right, out, right. and there's no shot. Steph Curry and Draymond Green are going to lose an NBA Finals to Jason Tatum right now. I'm sorry. They, they've been there too many times. Tatum isn't there yet. I think he's transcending Wait, you, up. You know, he's what, trending what, up. What, but there's no what, shot they're losing an NBA Finals to Jason Tatum.
5: Right. Well, okay. Well, what did he do to, to Katie and Kyrie?
2: They That's cool. That's not up. a dynasty. That wait, is a dysfunctional family. You don't even...
5: What, what are you doing to the defending champs? I'm
2: going to use... Uh, the hey buddy, Bucs ones a one. up. But he I'm going to use I'm use your favorite He's line, I'm going to use re- your re- favorite yeah. line. You're moving the goalposts here. We're talking I'm about a dysfunctional Nets team and a one bucks team against... a little bit of a stretch. as it is.
4: Injured Bucs team. Here's all I'll say is when you look at the Warriors and you look at the Celtics, the Celtics among any pick, any other team in the NBA where you have primary ball defender, number one defensive player of the year, you go to the bench. And now it's like, oh, well, at least we have Jordan Poole coming in second unit. Here comes Derek White, another phenomenal on ball defender. Like, I don't know. It would be it'd be interesting. I would be very interested to see who is favored in that matchup.
5: The Celtics have beat up up everybody in their path, including the Heat. I think they take that physicality to the Warriors, too. And we'll we'll see, but hey, man, and,
2: the Warriors have done we, the same we, thing.
5: Yep, yeah, yeah, we <laughs> we we will see. We'll move through the Western Conference just a little bit quicker because it's just a little bit less interesting. Um, right now, the Mavs are hanging on by a thread. They're down three one after winning Game Four in Dallas. Um, so I guess re- really quick, we can I can ask the question: Do they have, I guess, even a chance to come back and win four straight against the Warriors? <laughs> I get, I think that's a resounding no. But we can.
4: Let me let me write it wrong here. Let me write it wrong here.
5: I was just gonna brawl over this, but if you want to put the if you want to put Warriors the spotlight on you
4: in game five are going to smash the Mavericks. <laughs> there you go. Alright, the right has been wrong. No. Um we could talk about the series, but and where it went wrong and why the smashings yeah. didn't exactly happen. But uh yeah, I, I um I, I think this is gonna be a very quick one, even though the Mavericks were able to to make it gentlemanly by well, taking a game.
5: We'll, we'll give the Mavericks their just due for game four. They did it in, in the traditional way that they've been winning their playoff games behind their death. Dorian Finney Smith and Reggie Bullock combined for 41 on 10 three pointers made. Um, you know, they, they get the great performance from Jalen Brunson as well. And then Luca with his, with what, 30, 14, and nine, casual 30, 14, and nine. He really got a lot of that when he came back in because the Warriors somehow made it an eight point game and wouldn't allow me to go to sleep. But, um, you no, know, they they got performances from from every single person, and it was it was a great victory at home, a good morale victory, showed some fight. Then, remember, the Mavericks were not supposed to be here, right?
3: Not so, and it's it's watching the series. It's clear. It's the oh, uh, there's just it's the Warriors are just way too good of a team to allow like uh, someone like the the Mavericks to upset them. Um, uh, real I'm uh, not to crap on you, James, but it really makes the Suns look bad. <laughs> it does.
2: Um it does.
3: <laughs> but like Luca's two forty point games, they lost them both. Like Luca's now two and seven in his playoff career when he has forty plus points. Yep. Which is which is just really sad. And the Warriors are uh after three off years because of injuries and everything, they're back to They're new and improved, not improved, they're not as good as the KD, but they're new, revamped, and they're the best team in the
0: NBA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is
7: Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd.
1: From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on Select Battery Tool Sets. Real steal. Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
4: I I just think, just a quick cause you brought it up, like, how mad does Kevin Durant have to be watching the Warriors win before him? take him away from the only competitor that they had in the West, use him, win, and then he leaves, and they have a chance to win before he does again. Like, that has to be... I don't think he'll he say cares it that much. Him, but, right, right, right. Like, I don't... I, but I don't think it... It
5: probably should, but I don't think it bothers him that much.
3: The, oh, no, he's got burner accounts. Everyone <laughs> who's making the Steph better than KD, nah. because Steph's made it to the conference finals before KD did since... And he's absolutely has some burner accounts run in talking about uh, how he, KD won bet the finals MVPs those years and that kind of
4: stuff. The yeah. stat you rattled off there is really interesting as well. Two and seven and like.
2: Same old I, story.
4: I, right. As we had talked about, like, I don't believe if you're putting up that many shots by yourself um, and not doing it efficiently, you can't win shooting that much. But like it does serve a point. Like if Luca did have teammates he could still put up 40 point games um, so I, I think that that's that stat, stat does serve to a prove our point and b prove that like this guy needs some help maybe some Rudy Gobert DeAndre and looking help I don't know But to,
5: to Matt's point to lead it off house money like yes yeah. Luca needs some help but if I'm Jason Kidd and Mark Cuban and the Mavs like I wasn't supposed to have his help yet like with this this was this was supposed to like this help was supposed to be way farther down what we've done it showed everybody, every every star in the league that we have something here in Dallas. That you, that Look at what Luka is doing with undrafted free agents, with second-round draft picks. We're in the conference finals. Yeah, we're getting our, our butts kicked and our asses kicked, but we're in the conference finals. Imagine if he had one other all-star. That That's what Mark Cuban should be telling the rest of the league. Imagine if this guy, who's going out and, and damn near getting a triple-double every night, imagine if he has one more all-star with them and you still have the role players of Dorian Freddie Smith and Reggie Bullock and Maxie Kleber and, and who else?
2: We can let like, Reggie I, Bullock I, go after over <laughs> 12 I, to in say, game. I mean,
5: like, we're going have to trim gonna the fat. Go. Someone's, someone's going to have to go. Someone's <laughs> going to have to go. And we'll see what – because if they want to keep Jalen Brunson, it's going to come with a price tag. But you you are showing stars, and I'd want to play for an order like Mark Cuban, a player's owner like Mark Cuban. I'd, I'd no doubt. play
2: for if, him. And yeah. we know – a guy like Mark Cuban is going to be ruthless to make that happen soon because Luca might have a very long window. He has the yeah. game to and he's young enough to where he could have a very long window where he's capable of winning championship. But Cuban's going to want it right now. And 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 this superstar is going to be coming to Dallas I think in the next 2 years no doubt.
4: Yeah. And deservedly so. Like Luca, deserve like I, I yeah. think if we look back and say wow Luca never got a, a number 2, uh that would be Uh, a massive shame, but I just like, just because it should happen just because it, it makes a ton of sense for him to get a number two. And I think Cuban's a good owner. And I do think eventually they will get that guy, but you could have made the same exact case for Minnesota when they had Carl Anthony towns, they had Andrew Wiggins, they were building a young core. They were ahead of schedule with Jimmy Butler. Maybe all we need is a couple more pieces little bit different of a scenario when your number two star gets furious at your other guys and leaves. But I, I do like it could be setting up uh, for a very sad career, similar to one that's played out for one of my favorite stars, uh, Joel Embiid, where, you know, every year you think you have help. You think you have help in Christoph Porzingis, and then he turns out to not be that good. So we'll see. Um, but this in is, this series, though, this this is level, your,
2: there's this your levels four. to it, though, You're too. Four. Luca is better and has had more playoff success than any other person you've named so far. And, in, and I, in
5: four years. Yeah. In four years. i it, talking about. Time. How to schedule.
2: I think getting back to the series, um, as a Mavs fan, you guys are going to lose. You're not going to complete the 3-0. Uh, like we, 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 they know that. We'll put that on the table if you do it. Insane sports history. It's not going to happen. But you are very happy going forward. Um, I, I want to switch this to the Warriors, though. Um, yeah, yeah. We got something in the right. script here, and we're going to look a little far ahead, but I want, I like this, and I didn't know if we we're going to get to it, so I'm skipping to it. It says, right. if the Warriors are able to capture another ring this year, where does this place them all time? And, and the first point is, where is their dynasty all time?
4: So they would have spanned. If they were to win in 2022, their first ring was 2016-17. 2015-15. 14, so five of the last seven
5: finals, ring. five of the last seven finals, four no, four some... rings, four well, championships. So It'll be so six they didn't finals.
3: They did play in twenty or twenty-one, but they have yeah, and then it would be twenty-two. So, yeah, so they've been in yeah five of the last seven finals.
2: This will be the sixth one.
3: No, six of the last eight. Yeah, six of the last yep. eight yes. finals.
5: This, they've been in right. This will be yeah, six yeah, and, and of this last will be
3: so their six, fourth and, ring. And it will be four, fourth. The fourth. Ring. It's uh. Honestly, there's a lot of great NBA dynasties, so you don't have to go back that far. It's uh, I don't know how you distinguish like the Lakers in the 2000s.
2: This is the second
3: best dynasty of all time, if that happens. Yes, I agree. Well, the, well, Behind the what- Chicago Bulls. Well, so okay, so you don't yeah. count like the early NBA stuff because yeah. too too few teams. There, are when there's eight better. teams
4: in the Lakes yeah, no, are
3: big. Absolutely not. I'm not no, but there's the other ones that are so in the eighties the Lakers went to uh
5: Right. Uh, the, the Lakers, the uh, so
3: Magic won five went to nine NBA finals from nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety one. Nine finals went five and four. That's still that's better than this. The Bulls went. To, I you could actually argue that's better than the Bulls going to nine over us. over 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 eleven years is like nuts. Um, uh, and then you have the Lakers with Kobe Shack from oh two thousand to twenty ten. They made seven NBA Finals and won five, but it's kind of hard to call that a dynasty because Kobe it was on Kobe was only Kobe and Derek Fisher. We're the only ones that mm-hmm. all five and Derek Fisher left and came back. Phil Jackson left and came back. Yeah, so it's no. like kind of weird. And then a dynasty,
5: like- you have to keep your core. You definitely have to keep your core to be. A so dynasty. it's
3: yeah, it's just another. It it <clears throat> makes it it turns the Warriors from an all time great run. To a dynasty because right now
2: they are before, already a dynasty. Matt. No, it. so,
3: no, it's a four year. Four years isn't long enough to be a dynasty.
2: Five straight finals appearances, the greatest five, okay, record five, in NBA history, five, If five, three, you three said, rings. That's a
5: dynasty. match. and if you and if you say and, and the greatest shooting backcourt of all time, the, the greatest shooter of all time, they they the best defenders. See, I, I like the longevity.
3: If, I like something like the Spurs going to like but this six is the NBA MVP. finals over like a 14 year span i like well, the i like the 14. and every year they were in it i i i, I respect i that's how, with a dynasty if i'm just talking about how great as a team they were i think the greatest team ever is the 16 17 warriors i re, i really do yeah, but I agree. what I, what i value with dynasty is time more than i hear you so, and, and... so like 11 years of 9 out of 10 greatness compared to five years of 10 out of 10 greatness i value more but this would turn it a finals appearance would turn it into a five-year like capsule into it like a what what i consider a dynasty
5: but but we just talked about of the last eight and i think if if you're going to consider it all just because they didn't win it that they, they were Of the last eight, like they that that encapsulates the entire year, the entire span of their run, which to me gives it the longevity. And when you look at, yeah, I'm saying
3: this gives them the longevity, right, right. And I might might
5: be with I might be with you on the second best dynasty of all time because I look at two things to prove that point. One, who they beat in the majority of these championships was the best player of all time. Well, people a lot a lot of people who consider the best player of all time, if not the second best player of all time. You know, with one of one of the best teams in history with, with Kyrie Irving, one of the best duos in history with Kyrie Irving. That's who most of their championships came against. And like the Jordan Bulls, they took time off and came back and sustained themselves. Like, Jordan left, and that's why the Bulls kind of took down. They still went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're still a good team. The Warriors, why they were went down, injuries, and Mike Matt said, a lot of different circumstances. But when they got back right, they resumed – going back to the top of the mountain. And if the Warriors win the championship this year, Steph Curry gets a finals MVP and all that, they will have resumed and gotten back to the top of the mountain, which to me, the only, when I look at back of it, the only other team who did that was the Bulls. And if you talk about Magic's run, Magic won championships, didn't win championships, won, and then, you know, kind of went on and off like that for an entire span. But those are the only two dynasties. And I see that every other one kind of went in a row. And then when they stopped, their run was over.
3: I mean, and the Spurs are unique because they never went back to back. Also, and, and, Spurs are like a weird one because ninety nine to fourteen, and but only but like in the beginning it was Duncan Robinson, then the next part it was Duncan Ginobili, Parker, Duncan and then Rob- I, thought you, and I thought you and, misspoke
4: yeah, for a second. <laughs> yeah, you said Duncan uh, Robinson. He I said saying, Duncan Robinson. Uh, uh,
5: wrong dynasty. Uh,
4: I, first and foremost, question about the eighties Lakers was the three point when the three point line came in when seventy nine eighty. Okay, so they they're they're clear of that, valid. Um, the Laker or the the Warriors, I should say, really might not be done though. Like that, like that, it is. If we look back in six years, and I think they need three things to happen to maintain. Steph ages gracefully. Poole continues to do what he's doing now. If he can give you just that for five more years, while while you have Steph in the core, you're good. Mm-hmm. And then the big piece. If Wiseman can become a viable defender,
6: God,
2: they
4: still you have forget James, James Wiseman. Why are you holding on
2: to that? <laughs>
4: they still um, have James If Weisman. they can turn him into no, a switchable, a, a versatile
3: defender, Wiseman,
4: he'll be okay. And I, okay, let's hear this. Let's hear the conspiracy about James Wiseman. He's healthy enough to play.
3: They know he stinks. They're trying to keep his value up so they can trade him for a good piece in the offseason.
5: Probably, probably. And that's, I that's why, why, and why bring him all. Why? him. Why would try to figure it out? Yeah, yeah. But that, that's this valid.
2: is. Let's back to the dynasty thing, Matt, because it just hit me. This is the second best dynasty of all time. And for everything James said, doing it, beating LeBron, uh, the history, best backcourt, best shooter of all time, right? But also because they were the most dominant team in the league over this period. The other examples you want to bring up were the Lakers. People didn't even consider the Lakers the best team. It was an argument between the Lakers and the Celtics. And you mentioned the 2000s Lakers and the 2000s Spurs as potential examples. Well, they're doing it in the same time period. They weren't this I mean, they were feared teams, but they didn't dominate the league. They were facing each other. Now you go to this one. The Warriors were the <clears throat> best team in the league. NBA fans were sick of watching them in the finals. They had the best season of all time. And I know they lost in the playoffs, but the best regular season of all time surrounded by a bunch of championship wins. Yeah, I but mean, the so that they had to put the worst
3: like, record in the NBA one year is it, it hampers it a little bit. With everybody hurt every putting in know, But if, if if everyone gets hurt, but I'm not Draymond who's supposed to be supposed he's gonna be a Hall of Famer and he admits he didn't really try. But like you can't get like you can't be like just bad. You gotta be like the worst. And I, I guess the NBA tanking stuff is legit and like you you're, to get the
2: best very, you're, you're trying to like, you're nitpicking details of what exactly is a dynasty. No, but and you, you need. No, all this you thing. got to
3: nitpick when you're talking about like the greatest dynasties ever. Six chance, like, six
2: finals appearances in eight years. I don't need to nitpick anything. And the they won. Two, this when, will be when, four when of the of two
3: years they like, didn't make the playoffs is
2: kind One of... was a COVID bubble Mickey Mouse year. I don't need to it's hear about year? that.
5: Stop with the Mickey Mouse, man. <laughs> it's only. It, I, also, I stop. know it's it's only a Mickey Mouse when. When detracting <laughs> from did someone,
2: oh yeah. no, it's always a Mickey Mouse in my
3: mind. <laughs> hey, Golden State didn't play in the bubble because they're too bad to get to the bubble.
2: So, so you can't even use that Because yeah, they didn't get to finish their season. They put it on pause in March. They were, they were setting up for a comeback, yeah. Matt.
5: They were setting up for a comeback. All right. We're, we're going to move on because now we're going to continue what we've been doing for the past couple of weeks, transitioning from NBA to the NFL and, and talk about the crazy wild yeah. NFL offseason that it's been having and setting it up um, for the NFL season. We've been talking about the divisions that are a way too early breakdown of every NFL division. And – we got to get to this one because the AFC West like have a day, have an off season because every team it seems in the AFC West made a move to, to really strengthen their team. Um, but if we had to key in on one, I guess we'll key in on the Denver Broncos went seven and 10 last year and missed the playoffs, but obviously added their big acquisition and Russell Wilson uh, and added Randy Gregory also re-signed Melvin Gordon and Kareem Jackson. So the Broncos are just an example, a small example really of so many teams in the AFC West who beefed up in the right spots and moved on. But the Broncos are one of the most interesting because I think they were Kind of, at least to me, a little bit of an underwhelming team last season and now seem to plug in the one spot that everyone says they were missing. And that's the quarterback position. And now people are looking for them to do really good things in a really tough division in AFC West.
4: It's just so crazy that like it never works this way. Everyone tries to do it. Oh, we have a middling quarterback. That's the reason we're bad. We picked a guy who thought we were, were, who's going to be good. He's not. Let's build the offense and then we'll find our quarterback. And it never is supposed to work that way. The Broncos have literally the perfect offense to drop Russell Wilson into, in my opinion, like your rushing attack is going to be there. The play Mm -hmm. action that you can, that you can get to from it and the uh, receiving ability out of the backfield Uh, by Javante Williams, who I think is going to really make a jump this year. You couple that with their wide receiving core, maybe the defense. I mean, their defense was their strong suit. They drafted Pat Sertain last year. They have Justin Simmons, who's a great safety. Like, If if it wasn't for the fact that they were in this division, you could make the case that they might be one of the biggest surprises. I just think that, and and as we talk about all these teams, I think it's going to come up like the record is not going to match the quality of the team just mm-hmm. based on on the fact yeah, that for you play Atlanta, 6 games against great teams yeah
2: that's going to be like two teams in this division uh take your pick at what two it's going to be right. but let's also not forget how good the broncos defense was last year yeah top 5 against the pass um gave up the fewest rushing yard or rushing touchdowns um last season like all around was a top 10 no doubt maybe you know middle maybe
0: even top 5 defense in the league
2: I know you like probably had a little somber year. Well, it's tough when you don't have a quarterback because they came out 3-0. and They were really in a playoff position all season until they dropped five out of their last six. I mean, so this Broncos team is, is set up very well. Who knows what happens with the Judy situation? Uh, but even if, if that goes bad for this team, for the guys that are on the field, they're still going to have enough. Um, so, so I'm really interested to see what the Russell Wilson brings to this team. I think signing Melvin Gordon was big. I think Javante Williams is a great back. Uh, but at the same time, we saw how good those two were together last year. Um, so bringing Melvin Gordon back is going to be huge. And and I, I'm interested. I, I think they're not going to be at the bottom of this division this year.
3: There's also a lot of like, at least among, there's so much like anti Russell Wilson he's falling off. He had a bad year last year. He had a 103 passer rating, 25 touchdowns, six picks, 64 Point eight percent completion percentage, and it, he had seven point eight yards per attempt. So he's still a phenomenal, at least at worst, top ten quarterback. Yeah, I think this is the best division in football. I think
4: every team makes it to the playoffs, and every team uh, finishes with a winning record. That mm. that's actually a bold statement that I don't disagree with. There's one detractor that I do have to like clown on them for, who. Maybe it's John Elway, but who like thought it would be a good idea to give Randy Gregory five years, 70 mil? Who made Elway that decision? Elway was like done with the football operations now. That's smart because he would just pick quarterbacks who are six foot that's five. Why, and above. That's, why, that's why they got Russell Wilson. Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <They don't>. like, <laughs> like in a division where the margins are small, you can't be paying 30 year old Randy Gregory 14 mil a year. Like what are we doing? What, what are we talking I mean, about?
5: If it, if it, if it if it works out if he goes to a team if they win and he produces man all all's well that ends well I guess for the Denver Broncos I mean you talk about the the team they have around Russell Wilson it's it's just on paper the concept of the Broncos eerily similar to how the Seahawks were able to win with Russell Wilson a, a good balanced multiple back rushing attack a defense that's very not only aggressive but opportunistic as well. You talk about Justin Simmons and Patrick Sertan um, in the defensive backfield, just high opportunity for turnovers through that defense. And then you look at you know the most successful teams that Russell Wilson Russell Wilson was on in Seattle with the Legion of Boom and everything, a very opportunistic, fast and hungry defense as well. So they they mirror each other in that way, and I, I you know I think it's just all set up for success. But when you look at the rest of the division, and we'll we'll start with the quarterbacks before we get to the the teams as a whole. Where does Russell Wilson now rank in quarterbacks in the division? Because it may be the best division in football, it may have the you know the best array of quarterbacks of any division in the NFL. You talk about Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr as the four quarterbacks in this division. Where does Russell Wilson go in that hierarchy? Two.
2: He's oh, third not, right behind Pat, really. He's, th- he's third for me. You got Herbert above him, huh? You yep. got Herbert above him? I do, yeah. Especially this going to, into this season, yeah.
5: I want to really bad. Well, I want was- to really bad. Not making the playoffs last year hurt hurt Herbert a lot, in my opinion. Yeah. It wasn't
4: Herbert's fault.
5: It wasn't, but you know get him to get your team the playoffs. Uh, I, I do lose to a think- division
4: statistically, like in terms of what he has been, he's second and what he, we expect him to be next year. You could say second, third. I really don't have a problem with either. What could end up being the truth is he ends up being fourth because he has to come in and learn a new system with a new team and a new environment. Like, I don't think that's going to happen, but if you told me that the Raiders with Waller and Devontae Adams, that, that Derek Carr is suddenly like a top seven, top five quarterback in terms of statistics, Mm-hmm. I would yeah, be get shocked. You. I get your I point. First. First.
2: I get your point. I think all four of these quarterbacks are going to have top fifteen QB years in the league. Agreed. Which doesn't happen in any other division football. <laughs> I,
5: I I wouldn't I wouldn't be so afraid to put Russell Wilson by the end of the season below you know Justin Herbert or, De- or Derek Carr like or Derek Carr if if that He'll offense clicks it. like he gets this a guy in Derek Carr played so well down the stretch of the regular season last year if that offense. The new offense clicks? Like who knows? He could be
4: fourth and they could make the playoffs. That's how like close these teams are and how close the quarterbacks are, in my opinion.
5: And how good they they might be. All right. So let's talk about the division as a whole. Because we talked about the Broncos, but the Chiefs won the division last year twelve and five. Obviously lost an AFC championship game to the to the Cincinnati's Bengals. Uh the Raiders ten and seven. Lost in a wild card round after a, a great win in week 18 over the Chargers who were nine and eight and just missed the playoffs in the last week of the season to those Raiders. So just like we did with every other division we've talked about, we'll insert the new Broncos into this new AFC West to everyone, you know, has made a big move. Um, Like how does, how does the Broncos, how does the new move shake up the hierarchy of the AFC West? How, where are they now?
2: It's tough. Um, Obviously they were fourth in the division last year. So they can only go up, or they could stay the same, wherever you have them. I think, to me, I'm going to fit them in at third. But asking me to pick a like order between the second, third, and fourth of this division is virtually impossible for me. I think the Chiefs are at the top, and, and I think even that gap between the Chiefs and everyone else is pretty small. Uh, but then at, probably after, I would go Chargers, Broncos, and the Raiders. But any order that finishes in doesn't surprise me at all. These teams are one win away from each other. I mean, they're so close. Mm -hmm.
5: I think what what inches the Broncos above, like I almost want to put them second, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put them slightly third behind the Chargers. But what separates the Broncos or what's going to separate the Broncos, in my opinion, from – the the Raiders and maybe even the Chargers is Russell Wilson h- knows how to lead a team through the trenches. Like this is a tough division. He's played in a tough division leading up to this, he played in the NFC West, which has been no slouch of a division a lot of the times that he's been there and he's had to really muscle these teams into the playoffs. He's taken a wild card team deep and through the playoffs. He's upset people on the road as an underdog in the playoffs. So he's done that before. And when you're when you're going against younger guys like Justin Herbert, a younger ish guy, and Derek Carr, who hasn't made a deep playoff run yet, that might be the experience you need for for your team and, and to to beat you know these younger guys who haven't done that. And I think that'll show for Russell Wilson and the Broncos. That's what I'm looking for.
4: I think the gap is smaller for Kansas City between not only just the rest of the league, but also like this division. Now, Has I
3: don't become... think you can call Derek Carr a younger quarterback when he's older than Mahomes.
5: True, uh, yeah, but I, mean, I do not call Mahomes a younger quarterback because he's won more than any more than Herbert and Carr. If you sure. strip the accolades away from
4: from
2: you know what I mean from, I, from, from not, Matthew Mahomes. I don't Mahomes think is a younger quarterback. quarterback anymore.
4: True. He would he would be classified veteran for me. And and a reason why I'm so bullish um on the Raiders and Chargers is because like all other things I think Chiefs will probably still finish one. Second uh, I, I probably would go Chargers because they're going to have the easiest schedule. They finished last in the division, and they also just added Khalil Mack to a defense that already had Joey Bosa and Derwin James. So
3: the Broncos finished last, not the Chargers.
4: I know,
5: but they missed. Oh, they they, missed oh the post- I'm one. sorry.
4: With the way that with the way that it's set up, right? Mm-hmm.
5: But uh, here's, here's the thing, Jake. That I'm, I'm just. Like I, I want to think highly of the Chargers. I do. I think Justin Herbert's a very good quarterback. I think they have all the pieces to be a good team. Then why aren't you? Because like I, I, get, I get he's young, and I get we have to give him time. But I, I am now in prove it mode with Herbert and the Chargers. Yeah, this is the year to
3: prove it. But you can't be I mean, mad at you know, him man, for not proving not, it yet. I'm not. When this is I'm the not year to prove mad, it.
5: I'm not mad, but, but. Forgive me for not putting them above the team that just beat them to go to the playoffs. Raiders are fourth on my list. We're talking about right now putting putting the team who who lost to that exact team at at home or in in Las Vegas to go to the playoffs. But all of a sudden, a couple of months later, we're just going to throw them above You know, you know, right above that team when the team that beat them got the best receiver in the NFL added to that already high powered offense. Like, that's all I'm saying is if we're going to hold people accountable, let's hold the charges accountable. Now, it's not just a them above people just because we like Justin Herbert.
2: You're right. Based off all of the evidence we've gotten. Okay, but so, the so let me, let me, let me the you... Raiders did it. The Chargers were still the better team. And I think the Raiders rode some momentum. Yeah, no, no, with yeah,
5: no, 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 Explain it to me. Though. Explain
2: no, it to me. Not, okay, season. The Raiders okay, had a better end at, of the if you, season. If
3: you look at DVOA from last year, the Raiders are actually the worst team in the division, even worse than Denver, who went 7-10 to 10 last year. They're... Uh, Their like point differential is so bizarre for their record. They had a point differential of a team that that would go seven and ten, not ten and seven. And while they did make improvements, and they're actually going to have a stable coach for a year, potentially McDaniels (laughs) is a little zany. Um, uh, the history shows that teams who overperform their like Pythagorean wins, which is based on point differential go back to earth the next year. So I think mm-hmm. the Raiders will will be better than they were last year, but have a worse record.
4: I, mm-hmm. So uh,
3: Who
5: won?
2: The DVOA grade, who won? You're forgetting how ugly those games were down the stretch. Who, I, I remember when they lost by 40 won? to the Chiefs and then win? played the three ugliest games ever to get into yeah, the playoffs. Win, they weren't a good team. Win,
5: <laughs> win and get into the playoffs. If, they, if the Raiders weren't a good team, what were the Chargers? Yeah, they well, beat them. This
4: is, this is my point with they the Chargers. A crazy part is that everyone loves their head coach. Brandon Staley is like the most beloved media sensation coach out there. And if they underperform again, he's going to be gone. Like he should be gone. So I'm interested to see how the Don't media let survive, grapples with yeah. that.
0: Also, forgot –
1: make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now. You can save $50 on select battery tool sets, real steel. Offer valid on select AK sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
4: Hey, we mentioned Khalil Mack. We mentioned Derwin James. Oh yeah. Throw in JC Jackson on that. On that crazy, Chargers defense, crazy pick. oh yeah, I'm sure of that no, no biggie. Let the there are, are excuses no excuses now. So. There,
5: are, there, are, there are no excuses now. Don't go nine and eight again.
4: Can't because all, all three y'all
5: gonna have to see me. Don't go nine I and mean, eight again and miss the playoffs to Derek Carr. I think you probably the only one on my side, but you, you can call them the, the better team. You could call them, you know, the 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 one you should be higher on. But Derek Carr and the Raiders won and got into the playoffs over the Chargers. So. I'm very, very hesitant to put the Raiders just last on the, in the on the division. I'm, I'm
2: I think that's I think just I, a we're the right. That is just a representation of like where we are and how sick this division is going to be. Yeah. Yep. I because because I don't like. I mean, I, I do lean the Chargers, but as I said, I have all these games, all these teams within like one win of each other in the regular season. I it's
3: the be Would You be shocked? What? I have the Chiefs two right. games above everyone else. Then I have like Denver and the Chargers like tied, and then Vegas in fourth, like a game behind would them. You,
5: would you be shocked? 12 and no, 5, nothing 12
3: in this 5, division will shock Ten me. and
5: seven, ten and seven,
3: <laughs> nine and eight.
5: So, would you would you be shocked if the Raiders won a division?
3: Oh yeah, they're not going to beat the Chiefs. No way. No. They're not going to. No.
2: Nothing in this okay, division so- is going to shock me. I think the Chiefs got worse. They, they did as Juju did smith just run for me worse, in the last three years. They're still gonna win the division. Years. Besides, be the third best receiver on the Steelers.
4: Like Ooh, Juju has been nice for me.
5: Sleep on the Raiders if you want to, man. Sleep on the Raiders. My if last, you want my to.
4: last hot take.
5: <laughs> don't forget about Chandler Jones in the defensive end to already go with the best defense, one of the best defensive ends of football last year. Don't, don't, don't forget that. Sleep on it if you want
4: to. Also, who else we got? Don't forget him. What <laughs> university that Rocky Sim play for, baby? To you. That's a TU Temple Tough, <laughs> Temple-made product on the defensive end. Last hot Good take up, I'll have man. for this division. Um, I would take a look if you are a better Justin Ross, Rookie of the Year. He's like 60-1. to 1. He was an undrafted free agent. If the rules were different and he could have came out a year early, he would have been in the first round. So, gone in the first round. Baby. Second round, definitely. So, I like – is he, is he going to be healthy? I don't know. I'm. You guys know how I like to bet. I like to take the long shots that I think have value. This is one of them. 60 is not a big enough number. Right.
3: Well, I mean, that's considering that.
5: That's, I that's love guy, guy, Matt. I love him, I love yeah, him but he,
3: he might not make the roster. True. He was an undrafted free agent. They did They didn't <laughs> say that there's no <laughs> guarantee. undrafted free would, agent, hammer. you got to give me 120.
5: Hammer right. Hammer it. All right. We gotta move on because we're almost out of time for this episode of straight facts. But as always, we can get some shots up at the buzzer. Who's got a shot to, to throw up at the buzzer?
4: I let me, let me get this in really quick because I just have to stunt on people. You guys like to make fun of me for um for my for my hot takes. What is this? You know, so this was this was a nice title belt that I won in my dynasty league. Fifteen other people trying to win that year. Mm. You know. And then of course that's that's the one dynasty league. And then this year, of course.
5: Nah, he don't got the belts out.
4: Nah, <laughs> but we got the big old trophy. You know, like listen, you gotta talk to me nice when it comes to fantasy football. I, I got I got the hardware to world. prove it. I got the facts to back world. this. That's all he I got to the, say.
2: He Didn't our the whole ball, up. Did win a championship this year?
5: Huh? Yeah, we did. I I won a fantasy championship. I, I won too. One. Did we all win?
2: Yeah. Matt, did you win one?
3: I did not I did not win a championship
5: oh. this year. Oh, oh. Look at this guy! <laughs> this guy didn't <laughs> win for a to He Went 500, Jake, missed
3: the playoffs. Not the end of the world.
5: Hell, it happens. 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 Let It'd me not greatest, blow. I'm very liable all to, time time to do that, dude. Jake, you were holding them trophies up like like LeBron in 2010 when he when he finally won the trophy. Like like it's about damn time. Yeah, it's about damn time. How it feels, Kyle, Matt? You guys got something to
3: say at the buzzer? I got my Liverpool update. It was a tough right. one on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah. It was a tough one. They really, I really thought they were going to win the Premier League. They really, it was, I went into the day, oh, Man City's not going to lose to Aston Villa, or draw to Aston Villa. It's not going to happen. So then in the 68th minute, 69th minute, it's 2-0 Aston Villa. Liverpool are drawing 1-1 to Wolves at home. I'm thinking all Liverpool needs. We need a goal. We win the title. We're going to get a goal in the last 20 minutes. Boom, boom, boom. In five minutes, Man City scores three goals. They win the Prem. Liverpool gets two goals. They win win their game, but it doesn't matter. Uh, So they lose the title by a point and a brutal. But Liverpool got the Champions League final this Saturday against Real Madrid. Up the Reds. Let's go. To be fair, Matt,
4: isn't that a very Man City thing to do uh, to win the Premier League title? If I remember correctly, they uh, have a couple goals in consecutive order. To win a champion or a uh, Premier League title back in the day, they've never they. Oh wait, did you say Man City? Man, City. Man City, yeah, Man City, yeah. The yeah, Man
3: City was a no, was a club that no one really thought of. They're like the Clippers, if you're going to do like a, and Man United were like the Lakers, and then they got bought by like Qatari, like oligarch, oil oligarchs. So then they throw like billions of dollars at everyone, and then they've won six Premier League titles in the last mm. eleven years. When Matt, makes,
5: w- Matt makes Premier League soccer sound like, like Game of Thrones. That's what, like, that's what happens. There's, is. A war. <laughs> there's a war that's going on and someone comes out on top. But they never Kyle won the Champions
3: to, League.
2: Never won it. They so, always show.
5: Kyle, you got something to say at the buzzer?
2: James, for the like literally first time ever, I had one at work today. And I pulled <laughs> a U. I literally was thinking about it. At work today, I was like, yo, this is going to be right yep. at the buzzer. And I did what you did like a month ago. So, no, I don't. I forgot unfortunately. it. Hey, don't, unfortunately. You, you,
5: you can't think about it too hard. you gotta, you got to, in the moment, think about it. I just, yeah. never
2: have one. If I have, one I, pulled have it. one, I pulled it out of nowhere in the last segment when I knew At The Buzzer was coming. I right, legit right, right. had one today, just and I completely about, forgot it.
5: I mean, there's a good trick of the trade to At The Buzzer. You kind of just think about what's happened to me in the past week, and the first thing that comes to your mind, whatever little rant you go on in your head, that's kind of what you pull out at At The Buzzer. And Mine is like,
2: I can't hit my driver straight. That's what's happened to me the last week. I'm playing <laughs> so much club. ball. And I was playing great, and now I can't hit my driver straight, and it's killing me.
5: I've never been. To, am I the only one who's never been to Top Golf?
2: I've
3: never
4: been to, I've a never top, been golf. to top Golf, but I've golfed. I've been. I love golf. I love Top Golf. Um, it's a nice little chill spot. I've never actually okay. Pricey, I've never been actual golfing either. You've been mini golfing. That counts. That's not, that, that does want, not you, count. Does not count. You
5: don't want to You don't want <laughs> to see me on the mini golf course. You don't,
2: you don't want, want to see James at Markey's?
5: <laughs> First, okay, that actually goes into my at the buzzer. So I went bowling. <laughs> what last Friday? For the first time with a bunch of my friends for the first time in a couple of years, dog, I'm nice at bowling like it like i had you know I had one of those days where you go to the arcade and you're just every game is yours. I set the high score in like three different papa shot things I was killing my friends, and then I bowled two games, my first game a one thirty two they're right, right, something like second game was like a one oh five or something like that, and that's that's with like significant drop off so you walked around lucky like
4: Jordan. No,
2: uh, <laughs> hey Jake, I thought he was no, at least gonna say one fifty. No, no I, look, can't, I can't do it. But I'm about
5: to say what you're talking. You you, you can go out there and bowl one thirty two. Yeah, I, think I did the go one
2: ten last time, and I was hyped. I'm talking
5: about off the bench, cold. I'm, I'm talking I'm, about Duncan Robinson style coming in, dropping a one thirty two.
4: I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't stone on you here, but I was you the care, bro, first. Like that. I I was the first alternate in a competitive bowling league this year. And, and my average was one seventeen.
5: <laughs> oh, okay, that's not one thirty two though. But All right, right you got one hundred five.
4: But that was
2: your average, one hundred five and one
4: thirty two. <laughs> I was I was on my yeah. I was on my Duncan Robinson Tyler hero. I was better than the fourth starter. We could we can go straight facts bowling, okay? Mm-hmm. But we
5: can we can we can I'm get I'm it popping for sure, Jake. You know me. Anytime, be so anytime. So competitive. Was over, <laughs> I was yeah, bowl, like
3: like five six years ago. I went bowling a lot with my friends. It was like this cheap bowling night and I forget where and uh, I got pretty good. I think I was getting like my best score was like 150. So nothing yeah. like out of this world, but all
4: right, we could yeah. put together a nice little, a nice little squad. If we ever wanted to mm-hmm. do like a little beer league or something, that would be fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm a nice, okay. but um, that's all the time we have for this episode
5: of Straight Facts. It was a great one. Shout out to everyone on the Up Our Game Presents Network: Lavarrington, Plexico, Burst, TJ Hushmanzada, and shout out to my guys as always. Love doing this pod. Jake Gallik, Kyle Searick, Stamat Robinson. I'm James Jackson. These have been the facts, straight up.